1: all right welcome back to another edition of nationally syndicated exploring mind and body thank you so much for being here thank you for tuning in and being a part of our true form life community today I'm bringing on a rare guest. This is Special Agent Gary Collins, who has a background that includes military intelligence, Special Agent for the U.S. State Department, Diplomatic Security Service. That's a long title there. He's the, He was in the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and part of the FDA. That's the Food and Drug Administration. So he has so much experience when it comes to paying attention to what's in your supplements, what's in your foods, what's happening in the industry so i couldn't be more excited to share this show with you gary is also an author and has his own line of supplements so he's going to talk about all those details coming up sit back and enjoy we got all that coming up
0: on... this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host drew tadia
1: All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Gary in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Gary. Thanks for having me on, Drew. I really appreciate it. It's our pleasure. you got such a cool background. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> and then <laughs> we're getting to get, get into some more content here. Gary, when someone says where you came from and how you got to where you are now, maybe in a, yes you've been doing so much for so long maybe you, you could give us a snippet of what you've been doing
0: that led you to what you do now yeah you know it's that typical i guess you know that hardwired or softwired who knows that type a personality you know i feel that you know this is this is the one life you better you better live it so oh, i've kind of gotten after it ever since i was a little kid always been athletic was in sports like you were um you know, played competitively for as long as I possibly could. And, you know, interestingly enough, ended up in the, you know, I was ended up in the military, got a master's degree. I have a bachelor's in, in criminal justice, a master's in forensic science and an AS in exercise science. So I have a pretty diverse education, but I always was passionate about health. You know, I was always trying to better my health, started working with clients and and people in my early 20s. And not not officially, for the most part, more of, you know, people go, hey, you work out all the time. You look like you're in good shape. Can you help me out kind of thing in the gym? It always ended up that way, or a girlfriend or friend of friend. And But, you know, it evolved into after the military I ended up going into the federal government uh, in the U.S. here as a federal agent, uh, criminal investigator. And I started it with the U.S. State Department, which took me all over the world. And that kind of taught me, you know— how goofy we are in, in northern America, I mean i don 't know if it, you know I'm not an expert in Canadian health, uh, but you know in America, I just kind of realized, wow, we do things really wrong you know you'd go and see the the daily markets and everyone knew who they were buying their food from, and everyone walked everywhere. It was just a different different perspective um, and i after I left the state department, I ended up at u s Department of Health and Human Services as a special agent. And that's kind of the big umbrella on which all of our, the U S healthcare policies are managed from. And then from there I went to the food and drug administration, which obviously, you know, you know, monitors the food and drug, drug world. Now those opened my eyes to a whole nother world of, of basically just the underbelly of the health system. And it wasn't pretty. And as a health guy and as an athlete, it, it really frightened me. It, it woke me up is the best way to put it. And I went, golly, I'm doing everything wrong. Everything. You know, I have to reinvent my health. And I was, you know, I was getting in my later 30s and was suffering like every other person does uh, in, in the more developed countries. I, you know, I was putting on some pounds, not bad, but you know, constant allergies didn't feel good. You know, the, the typical, you know, no energy fatigue, just, just felt crappy. And with investigating, I started investigating more holistic uh, practitioners in that world. And don't get me wrong. Anyone who's in it, I'm in it. Uh, there's some, anywhere you go, there's bad people. And that's what I try and tell people just because they're a, you know, an ND or holistic practitioner doesn't mean they're honest either. You got to always have your eyes open and always screen everyone when it comes to your health. But on the good flip side, the good side was I learned a lot from investigating them. And a lot of them were targets because, <laughs> you know, they were the enemy of the machine in a way is the best way to put it. You know, these people who are trying to do things right and teach people how to be healthy. Well, they became targets because drug industry can't make money on healthy people. That's completely against their paradigm. Right. Yeah, you know, the health networks why why it's gotten so big again is because it's a money machine. And once you kind of get that perspective, you go, "Oh god, oh no. Yeah, you know, I better rethink all this." And that evolved into leaving the government eventually and starting my own company, which has evolved a couple times over the years, and it was into more natural health, working with clients like you, working with athletes one-on-ones, consulting, And then just recently, I uh, changed the company direction a little bit again, and we can talk about that a little bit more. But it all evolved from a health and wellness perspective, and my my ambition to be as healthy as I possibly could be.
1: And then you said that you've moved, you've transitioned to off the grid. I know you have a a couple books, and you're kind of running your business in the middle of nowhere. Is
0: that correct? Yeah, I, I I once I left the government, I had to kind of I, I basically had to re rebuild my life in a way. Anyone who's worked for any type of bureaucracy or government agency for you know, and at the point I left, I've been in it half my life. You're you're pretty burned out, you know. You like I said, I I got to see the bad, the baddest of the bad is the best way to put it. To include the agencies I work for at times, Um I'm not. Totally an anarchist and want to throw throw the government upside down and start over. I'm not one of those people, but I, I think a lot of developed countries have lost their way, and especially in the U S. We I just that's what I always say. I just think that yeah, you know, you out you go okay. I have I've seen all these bad things. I've got to do things differently. I've got to live my life a different way, and that kind of evolved. And I came from a very small town, and so I just. You know, I hunkered down, sold my house, sold most of my belongings, rented a place in a more rural area where I was living, came up with my plan, bought 20 acres in uh, northeast Washington state in the U.S., and built a house off the grid. And in between, I lived in a travel trailer uh, for the last – five years now, I think. And so I spend half my year at the property and half my year, you know, trotting around in my, my travel trailer and kind of exploring and living in the good weather. I'm a wimp. I don't like cold (laughs) weather anymore. So once it gets cold, I leave and I run my business completely remotely. You know, I, I I have a three in one laser printer, uh, Wi-Fi laptop and, uh, yeah, that's how I run my business. Tell me about special agent. <laughs> oh God! Is,
1: uh, my, does it, it probably sounds cooler than it is, but I, I got to tell you, putting special agent on your resume it brings you up to a whole nother level.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was in you know coming from uh, military intelligence and what I did. I've always told people I've always been on the pretty deep inside. Of the government. And that's why when I talk about things, I don't talk about things out of, you know, what I read in an article. I was there. I mean, I was right next to some of the most powerful people in the world. I heard the conversations. I investigated big health conglomerates, big companies, uh, you know, terrorism. I mean, I've done a little bit of everything. So, yeah, special agent. Basically, it's uh, everyone knows the FBI in the United States. There's multiple different agencies that have the same moniker. It's criminal investigator slash special agent. And that's what you do. You're just an investigator for the, for the federal government. And it, it did. It sounds exciting. I became an expert in paperwork and how to write reports and deal with bureaucracy. That's pretty much what I became an expert at, <laughs> sadly <laughs> enough. You know, uh, I, I like to say I was pretty good at my job, um, but the job was pretty far down on the totem pole of priorities uh it seems like everything's politics today you know everyone's trying to climb the ladder and so it's yeah it, it, there's a point and we all guys it, it, guys and women who have done this we all joke that at some point you realize you go know, am i really making a difference doing this and you you truly are because i mean you're dealing with some bad people but i think you get beat down after a while cause, it's not that the job's bad or what you're doing is bad. It's that you're dealing with bad people all the time. So think of that psychology. You know, you're, you're hunting criminals for the most part. That's what you're doing. And then what you do is you present them to, you know, the prosecutors, attorneys. So you're dealing with criminals, attorneys, and bureaucracy. I don't think you could throw three more terrible things for health, and wellness and your mental well-being than those three, so yeah, eventually you just kind of hit a burnout point. But it's it's very interesting because people would ask me what was your average day, and I go every day was wildly different because you never knew you never knew what your day would end up like because it wasn't like punching a clock. You know, I had my caseload, I worked my cases, which you know meant usually doing you know traveling, interviews, surveillance. Uh, like I said, meeting with attorneys, uh, you know, going to trial. So every day was pretty different. than you'd assist in other other people's cases, coworkers' cases. So you always got a wide variety of things. And my specialty at the end was counterfeit pharmaceutical drugs, which ran into counterfeit supplements, which I wrote an article about oh, probably three, four years ago that blew up. And I always include it in my book, and I talk about counterfeiting because most people are completely blind to how how much counterfeiting of products goes on in the world besides terrorism it is the second most detrimental thing to world economies to to the world economy is counterfeiting and theft of intellectual property
1: so when you say counterfeiting you mean like fake supplements or what do you mean
0: Counterfeiters just don't do, and criminals they just don't do one thing. They're 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 entrepreneurs is a odd way to put it, but they have their hands in many different things. So if a guy's counterfeiting pharmaceutical drugs, he's got he's into supplements. I walked into a place he had pallet, This guy had pellets of Campbell soup, toothpaste, um, Jiffy peanut butter, all counterfeit. And what I mean by counterfeit. Those companies did not make that product, but it had their labels. It was in their containers, but they didn't make the product. And so, so with the supplements, yeah, with supplements, there's low risk because the supplement industry is very loosely regulated in the U.S. And worldwide, it pretty fairly is, too. So supplements, you know, if you screw something up, if it harm, you know, how are you going to know if it really harms anyone? You know what I mean? It's it's hard to trace back. And counterfeiters know what they do is uh, there's a couple different ways. I've explained it is expired product is one is that these these actual supplement companies will sell their expired stuff backdoor. And then these counterfeiters will repackage, put new lot, uh, lot, lot numbers on them, expiration dates and push them out. Then there's other ways where they either they there's. Pill farms everywhere. I mean pharmaceutical – if they're doing pharmaceutical drugs, they're probably doing supplements in the same factory because it's all the same same machinery. And it's easy to do and get people go, why would you counterfeit like Jif peanut butter? I go, well, if you don't have it to advertise it, you don't have to have the insurance. You don't have to have the workers' compensation benefits. Any product you can counterfeit becomes highly profitable now because you don't have the overhead. All you're doing is producing it. That's it. And so, supplements now, especially as the prices have risen, and you know, there's obviously practitioner grade, which is can be fairly expensive. Man, it's it's easy money, it's a piece of cake, and that stuff ends up in mainstream distribution all the time because people think, Oh, no, nah, it doesn't affect me. I go, That is on Amazon, it's on eBay, it's in Walmart, it is everywhere. It ends up in every distribution chain.
1: So what can consumers do about that? Is there anything that we can do? And
0: you kind of Yeah. It. It, well, yeah. And I, I talked about that and I, I got some flack from, I think, some people who <laughs> they go, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I know. Uh, yeah. I only investigated it and I was there. So yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> the best way is if it's cheap, if it's something, a supplement that you've usually bought and you get regularly, if you've find it really cheap i would avoid it um, that's a good that's like the number one indicator that it's probably counterfeit or like i said a repackaged expired now sometimes supplement companies will have a fire sale but usually through their own you know website if you see it somewhere else and and I, you know, gosh i hope jeff bezos is listening this is crucify me but amazon has it was, for a long time, has kind of been a haven for counterfeiting. It is they and they try, but Amazon is massive. I mean, it is absolutely huge. So trying to patrol and, and, and police everything is almost impossible. But it was a place for criminals to unload, you know, unload their counterfeit goods. It was a great place, and it still is today. And I always tell people, I go, be real, literally, when you're buying food products or supplements off off websites like that. You just don't know. You don't have an interpersonal relationship with the seller. Now, if you're getting it from, I always say, if you have a question, just go to the manufacturer. If I have something that I like that I regularly buy, I buy it directly from the manufacturer. Usually I just do it. I, that way I am pretty confident I'm getting the right product. Um, you know, and I'm, not, and I'm not, I'm not saying don't ever buy anything on eBay or Amazon. Absolutely not. I shop on both myself but i have a rule i usually don't buy food and supplements from those places i just don't
1: so it's not the actual manufacturers that are kind of selling out the back door so they can make product on their expired products it's someone
0: else no no when you when you get the expired what they're doing is they're selling the raw product out the back door So it'll be dumped, repackaged. You're you're not getting, you know, some of these guys will peel labels, but it's a lot of effort to peel peel labels. It's usually cheaper and more time efficient to create. There's label mills all over the world. There are actually factories that do nothing but produce counterfeit labels for products. It's that in depth. That's, I mean, people are pretty blown away when I talk about this. I go, okay, counterfeiting is. multi-billion billion dollar industry if you go to china you can go to china and you can buy an apple laptop an iphone you know software that is exactly packaged like the real thing it is not it is completely and utterly counterfeit and china is one of the best at it they've been doing it forever I actually any this. product that i'm sorry go ahead I
1: was just going to say, I watched this documentary on New York City counterfeit. And you know how they, I think everyone knows, you walk down the street and they're selling stuff on the corner and it's from perfume to belts or hats yeah. and shoes. It was crazy to see, like, they're, because they're bringing in these giant containers full of fake merchandise and it's coming in by the container, by the boatload, and it's just being distributed through millions of people walking down the streets of New York City.
0: Oh yeah. And New York has been New York and LA because those are big havens. And I worked in Los Angeles at the end of my career. And it was fascinating because that's where I got into counterfeiting goods. The group I worked with through, uh, immigration customs enforcement ice, I was part of their, we were all part of a big group and we'd go out and I was, you know, looking for prescription drugs and supplements and things along those lines. But we'd end up in, we ended up at a guy's house, tracked him back through, uh, how he was selling. He was, Selling polo shirts. And people wonder about this. And you're right. Everything. You name it. it lipstick, <laughs> cosmetics, purses, jewelry, perfume, sunglasses, clothing, all, everything. If you can make a buck off it, it's counterfeited. And we walk in this guy's uh, garage and he actually had this $50,000 stitching embroidery machine. And they were just pumping them straight out of his garage. We had took out hundreds of boxes out of his living room. I mean, this guy was making a ton of money. I mean, a lot of money. And of course he didn't speak English. He was there I think he he may have been here illegally as well, if I remember right. And but man, I mean, driving brand new Mercedes, lived in a nice neighborhood and they were just printing polo shirts right out of their garage, you know? Oh my gosh, so they people, they were
1: just ordering regular shirts and then they were embroidering it, polo on themselves.
0: Yeah, they would get the blanks from China. So the shirt, actual shirt came from China. And so what people understand either is, especially in China, right. India, um, even parts of Puerto Rico, there, there, there's big havens, like I said, of counterfeiting. And you'd be surprised. Some of them are so good. People go, well, I can't even tell the difference. I go, well, you know why is because some of them actually are. About as close to legitimate as you can get because the factory in China, say, that makes product A shuts down, right? They shut down the line for their – well, they'll continue to manufacture after they shut down the line for that company. And you'd be surprised. Some of them are so good. People go, well, I can't even tell the difference. I go, well, you know why is because some of them actually are about as close to legitimate as you can get because the factory in China, say, that – makes product a shuts down, right? They shut down the line for their, well, they'll continue to manufacture after they shut down the line for that company and they'll keep making that company's products. (laughs) And then they'll take them because they're paying for, you know, they just, all they have to pay for is the machine time and the raw product, you know, to make it. And then they just, boom, they distribute it out, goes out into the black market. And that's always tell people be wary and be careful what you buy. Pay attention. And plus, we buy too much crap anyway. And that's where (laughs) I'm going in a little different direction. And actually, my new new book series is called The Simple Life. And I've evolved from health and I'm more into just basically life simplification. How to make your life easier? You know, especially in the U.S., man, everyone is stressed out. Nonstop. Everyone's, you know, they don't have enough not time. They're unhealthy, and they don't have enough money. That seems to be the the three common things. And so, what are the
1: things that we can do to simplify our life? Sounds
0: like you're doing a pretty good job of it. Well, and that's why I talk about. I, I tell my story of how, you know, I sold my house and downsized. And not everyone has to do that. Obviously, not everyone wants to sell their house. But in just in the in the way we live today, we allow things to kind of be a, uh, just kind of a, a ball and chain around our ankle in a way, you know, our house in a way is a trap because once you get into that house, now you're not living for yourself. You're living for that house, especially out here in parts of, uh, uh, the U S like, uh, like Southern California where it's outrageously expensive, you know, I can, in Northern California and Silicon Valley, I, I can't, I think that the average price of a house is like 1.4 million now. Or $1.2 that's the average cost of a house. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. And, and, you know, you buy it and you're stuck. And with today's economy and how it moves, global economy, how everything moves so quickly, jobs move so quickly, I almost look at as as a house almost as a hindrance in a way. that you got to be real careful. You know, you buy a house you can't afford and then you have to move. Now what? you know now that house is, it's going to it can bankrupt you so i'll just talk about that how to how to be more careful and i i spent a lot of money on my last house i lost my butt i mean i took a pounding on my last house
1: yeah like how you said you're not living for yourself you're living for your house because i think it's it's normal or natural for us to be well i suppose younger young, as younger it's kind of normal to be or the norm to be like i need to get buy, i need to get married i need to buy a house i need to have kids and then you don't really think about it. These things just happen because everyone else around you is doing it. And then you then you want to upgrade because you have kids. So then you get a bigger house. And then we continually rack up the bills and our credit cards. And we wonder why we, we have nothing except for a whole lot of credit card debt.
0: Exactly. And I actually have a book planned on that. Uh, uh, talking about how we dig ourselves into this financial ditch to where we can't get out. and And it's pre-programmed in the way the economy, world economy, let's be honest. I mean, the world is ruled by the, hundred, by the hundred most richest people and biggest companies. We are not in control of how the world economy works anymore. We are nothing but a worker bee. And I don't mean to be negative and put it into a negative light. It's, it's more of, I want to teach how you can work within that system to live the life you want to live not what you've been programmed or told what you live. And you're right. And most people, it's around 35, 40, 45 years old, but wake up and go, oh my God, what have I been doing? I'm grinding. I've been grinding for 30 years and I've got 30 years left of this. And by that time, I'm on five prescription medications. I've been feeling awful for the last 20 years. And then I retire and I may get a couple years of enjoyment and then I die, (laughs) you know, it's, yeah, it's a, kind of a, a dim way to look at it, but it's true. I mean, that truly is where we're going and where we've been for a while. And it's like, okay, how how do I change things to to get the best out of life that I can? And I think we agree that, you know, for me, it's number one focus is health. You've got to get your health together. It all starts there. If you can't, if you're not as healthy as you possibly can be, you're not going to be as productive as you can be. You're not going to, you know, have it affects your, your relationships, cognitive function, your ability to earn, your ability to to enjoy life in general. It affects everything. So I tell people that's where you need to start. And that's why I still do write health books, and I'll have a couple more in there, but the majority of the books are going to be more about a path. You know, not only my path, but what you can do. So be careful when you buy a house. You know, if you're going to get married, do you need to spend 50 grand on your wedding? and 15 grand on an engagement ring, that seems kind of silly to me. You know, especially when most people who get married also have college debt, you know, they have student loans. Then you go buy a car, then you buy a house. Well, you're done. I mean, how do you get out of that, dig dig yourself out of that pit? I mean, financially, you're a million or several hundred thousand dollars in debt. So it's kind of looking at things and reevaluating what's important. You know, what should you be focusing on? All right,
1: Gary, I like your simple approach here, and we can all certainly take some notes to make things a whole lot easier in our lives. Before we wrap things up here, can you let us know where we can
0: find your books or maybe direct us towards your website for more information? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we could talk for days, trust me. I've had a couple two-and-a-half-hour interviews. You know, get off on a couple tangents. Um, My new website is www.thesimplelifenow. Remember now. I don't know where The Simple Life will take you. It might take you from that old show with uh, Nicole Ritchie and uh, Paris Hilton. I don't remember. But it's thesimplelifenow.com. My books are there. They're sold all through major distribution, Amazon, iTunes, everywhere, worldwide. Um, so, yeah, that's the best place to find me. Primarily on my website, uh, as we were talking before we started, I'm not, I'm getting further and further away from social media. So finding me on social media is going to be tougher and tougher. And my eventual goal is hopefully not to have to deal with it at all. But I know that's a dream, just like my cell phone. I would love to get rid of that. That that probably is not going to happen. But yeah, that's the best place to get a hold of me. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you get 10% off your first order. Uh, I always offer free shipping, unfortunately, for your listeners, I do not ship to Canada. I only ship in the u s right now It's just, just too complicated um it's uh, the logistics of trying to get stuff through customs and all the forms it's kind of a pain
1: well a good part and expensive of our audience is, uh podcasting audiences through terrestrial radio won't be able to order, but uh, the the ones that are on podcast they'll definitely hear this and get a chance to
0: order. Oh, great. I, I, I hope so. And, uh, if you like it, make sure to give me a review on Amazon. I write all these books myself so I can control the content. Um, that way you get, you get my unfiltered thoughts without some, uh, editor or publisher determining what you should read (laughs) (laughs) is the best way to put it.
1: Awesome, Gary. Thanks so much. (laughs) I appreciate you coming on and sharing your expertise with us. It was, it was very cool to hear the insides of
0: what really goes on. Thanks a lot, Drew.
1: True form life. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. I hope you got something out of that interview. I really enjoyed how Gary talked about the industry and what really goes on behind the scenes because most of us really have no idea. It's crazy what's allowed and what can be done. But I really think living that simple life that Gary was talking about, knowing where your food comes from, supporting local farmers, that means so much to to us as local businesses and those that are around us that help our local economies thrive. More details are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So if you ever miss the show, you can always go back and check out past shows there. Don't forget to download our free app on any Apple device so you can download the show and take it with you wherever you go. And I also wanna tell you about our own line of supplements. We design Complete Truth Protein for many reasons that Gary talks about here. It's a very simple food supplement to help you energize, your body and improve digestion as well There's a lot of health benefits you can head over to trueformlife.com slash complete truth protein for more details this will certainly help you get going in the right direction and i'm gonna leave you with that that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew tadia in health and fitness for a better world thanks
0: for listening